You're listening to Kyle Warren. Well, it continues to be an odyssey trying to get the stimulus money out to the American people with the vote blocked earlier today in the Senate to increase the checks essentially to $2,000 per person. So we will give you the update on that. Also, here in California, the shutdown will continue indefinitely in two, at least two major regions in California. No end in sight for a lot of people who continue to be hurting. Their businesses are closed in many respects. When's it going to end for them? Well, we don't know yet. Stay with us, folks. All right. Welcome, everyone, around the globe and across the net. Kyle Warren with you, and a great pleasure to be with you as we race into and rocket into this Tuesday edition of the program. It is Tuesday, December 29th, 2020, and we have an awful lot to tell you about on the program today. Quick program note, I will be a guest on the Captain's America Third Watch radio program. All that comes up later on this evening at 11.05 p.m. Pacific, 2.05 a.m. Eastern Time, and you can go to KyleWarrenShow.com. That's KyleWarrenShow.com. Look for the links to listen live to AM860 The Answer in Tampa, Florida. That's Captain Matt Bruce's flagship station for the Captain's America Third Watch. And uh, you can go to KyleWarrenShow.com, click on that link, and tune in live to AM860 The Answer as the program goes out along the Salem Media Group of stations, and of course, also along the GCN Network as well and uh, the captain and i will have a complete wrap-up of all of the day's uh political news also the news that you may not be hearing a lot about in the mainstream media we're going to bring it to you and so we encourage you to join us live on the radio uh later on tonight again 11:05 p.m pacific 2:05 a.m eastern time and once again folks we have an awful lot on the program today we've got a quote from dr fauci with the good news that somehow this is all going to get worse right this is exactly what we need to be hearing right at the time when the vaccine is now becoming available and uh, so again um it's you know it just and with the biden administration again likely coming in to play here uh, with uh, joe biden saying again he wants the mask mandate and all this stuff you just gotta wonder uh how all this is really gonna play out so we've got that to talk about on the program california stay at home order as well also the the idea of recalling gavin newsom as i've been telling you it's gaining steam well there's been another interesting development today in that in the sense of of uh, of people literally putting their money where their mouth is and we'll tell you about that on the program today but of course the stimulus checks uh the stimulus checks um are at the top of everybody's well it, it was on the christmas list and now it's on the post christmas list of course uh this from fox news u.s uh, treasury secretary steve mnuchin and said on tuesday 
that American households should be able expect to receive their economic impact payments very soon. Mnuchin said the government would begin sending out paper checks on Wednesday, which means people should begin receiving those within the next two weeks. Individuals with direct deposit information on file with the IRS will receive their money even quicker beginning on Tuesday night for some and continuing into next week. Treasury and the IRS are working with an unprecedented speed to issue a second round of economic impact payments to eligible Americans and their families. Uh, Recipients can use the IRS Track My Payment tool to check the status of their funds, according to the article. Now, here's where everybody is, I I think, uh, wondering what's going to happen next with this. Uh, The article continues, as it currently stands... The checks will be for $600, although lawmakers are in the midst of considering legislation that would more than double the amount. House of Representatives on Monday passed standalone legislation that would increase the economic impact payments to $2,000 from $600, a policy that President Trump has very publicly supported. Other Republicans with an eye on the ballooning federal deficit are hesitant to increase spending, rendering the measure's chances of passing the GOP-controlled Senate uncertain. Under the CARES Act, which passed earlier this year, eligible Americans received $1,200 checks or 2400 for married couples. Uh, and again, individuals earning up to 75000 or 150000 for married couples are, and are eligible for the second round of direct payments. Households are eligible for an additional $600 per qualifying child. Uh, so again, now, again, it was blocked in the Senate by, by, the, uh, by the GOP, by Mitch McConnell. Now, I'll just say this about that. And number one, I understand, and and Rand Paul has been very vocal about this, Senator Rand Paul, but this is an emergency situation. I think we all agree on that. We have seen that people have been suffering greatly. I think we all agree on that. Uh, We have seen the summer now go by, the autumn, now we're into winter, And we are seeing so many people who have had literally no extra income at all, and in some cases, no income at all. Um, And the $600 just doesn't seem to make any sense. Yes, it is money, but it is not enough money, certainly, to give anybody sort of the lift that they really are going to need if they have, in fact, been economically impacted to the extent that so many people have been and it's not just a news story it's not just a statistic uh, we all know people who have had to close their doors or who have lost the clientele um, who have had in some cases people have just uh, had to up and move because they've had to go somewhere else or they've had other issues that have that have happened and yes there has been rent deferral and yes there has been eviction moratoriums but these things are not going to solve the problem long term in fact and i'll just say this parenthetically what we really need to be able to do is get the economy moving uh we cannot simply continue somehow to hunker down and stay closed as is the case in california because i think we can do things safely um i was had to be out and about today i had to uh, get something from a uh, from a big box store and yet there are people out there and they are 
going and getting the things that they need. But if you want to walk into a barber shop or into a restaurant or into a hair salon or any similar kind of business that has been summarily shut down by the government in California, well, then you're just out of luck. And again, this is something that is, is very close to all our hearts, I know, because I think everybody knows somebody who is being affected by this. Do we want to be safe? Of course. Do we want to avoid large crowds? Of course we do. Did many people, uh, myself included, uh, make uh, uh, some pretty hard choices for, for Christmas and holiday time? Well, of course we have. Um, because number one, we don't want anybody else to get sick. We don't want to, we don't want to put ourselves in a position like that. Um, so, and everybody did according to what was best for them, I know, and that is good. But the thing is, is that when the overall economy comes into play and doing business, doing commerce, there's got to be a way to do it safely and at the same time be able to give people the ability to earn their living and give people their ability to uh, have their dignity, for goodness sakes, and being able to get their job done. A lot of people, um, uh, administrative work, office work, a lot of that's being done from home in so many cases. And so the wheels can, they can continue to keep turning. But when you're looking at it, and now there's a meme out there, right? And it's, it's very, very disturbing. It's supposed to be funny, but it's actually, it's actually very, very telling. And some of it, it's like, you know, you've seen these ads for uh, uh, sponsoring uh, children in third world countries, very poor countries. Um, and it's so many cents a day, this kind of thing. Well, someone divided 600 into a year and came up with a dollar 64. And they're saying for a dollar 64 a day, you can sponsor an American. It puts into stark relief exactly the kind of problem in the sense that really that will $600 a year go some for somebody to really, really help them. Well, of course not. That's why we need to get the economy rolling. That's the way out of this. A Biden administration, I think, is just not going to have their eye on the ball on that thing. Um, and it will could conceivably get a lot worse, unfortunately. That's why we have to have this this notion of getting ourselves moving again. But in the interim period, it seems to me, yes, I know it's a lot of money, but it's an emergency situation. People haven't had any. There was no second stimulus all year long. Had there been a second stimulus, this one might be a little less, one might think. Uh, or it could have uh, transpired that way. But since it wasn't, it looks to me, folks, that we've got to help our neighbor. We've got to help our people. We've got to do something. And, uh, and and we're hitting up against the break. But when I come back, I'll tell you the context of how this plays, even with the Georgia election. So stay right You're there. You're listening to Kyle Warren. If you're a veteran looking to file for your service-connected benefits through the Department of Veterans Affairs, don't go it alone. AMVET's highly trained service officers stand ready to walk you through the process at VA regional offices around the country, helping you to navigate the complex VA system free of charge. With new presumptions for Agent Orange exposure and other conditions, AMVETS can offer you the advice you need to finally receive all of your earned benefits. In 2009 alone, AMVETS helped process more than 65,000 claims and appeals, securing more than $410 million in benefits. To find your nearest AMVETS service officer or to learn more, visit at amvets.org. Hey, I'm going out to buy those shelves for the closet. Oh, will you pick up 800 lumen bulbs? Honey, I love you, but 800 more flowers? You'll give the neighbors a real reason to think we're wacky. <laughs> Not flower bulbs. 
light bulbs. Come on, Dad. Lumens tell you how bright a bulb is. Our 60-watt bulbs give off about 800 lumens. We can replace them with new 800 lumen bulbs. Bulbs just as bright that use much less energy. So, we'll save money. Yes, and we can use that money to increase my allowance. Right. <laughs> Wise guy. Worth a try. So, you got that? Got it. No tulips, no watts, 800 lumens, and more savings. He got it. Lumens, the new way to shop for light. Learn more at energysavers.gov. That's energysavers.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Energy. After a long, hard day in the rough-and-tumble world of politics, open a tall, cool Kyle Warren show. Ah, that crisp, refreshing taste. That smooth style. That effervescing attitude. And without all that other stuff that can, well, bog you down. Helping to put back what the daily media assault takes away, listen to The Kyle Warren Show weekdays right here on this station and visit the website at kylewarrenshow.com. I'm Ron Edwards, host of the Edwards Notebook. Class is in session with the professor of politics, Kyle Warren. That's right, and thank you very much, Mr. Ron Edwards, for that great liner. And we'll hear from Ron here in just a little bit with the Edwards Notebook. And I understand Ron Edwards now has a, um, I think he's got a YouTube channel now. So I think they mentioned that in there. So be sure to check him out on YouTube, Ron Edwards. Can't go wrong. Okay, folks, we continue to go up and up and up right here on the program. And that, just like the music is doing right there, and that is because of you, the listener. No doubt about it. And uh, we want to thank you uh, so much for supporting the program, for subscribing to the program, for telling your friends about the program. And uh, again, if you're new here to the show and if you like what we do, uh, we do ask that you consider uh, sharing the program on your social media, liking it, uh, telling your friends about it, and of course, subscribing to the program. There's many different ways you can do that. And so uh, you can subscribe right there at the website, kylewarrenshow.com. You can go to our podcast home, which is Kyle kylewarrenshow.podbean.com that's kylewarrenshow.podbean.com um, also uh, different uh, uh, services that list the program you may be able to subscribe through there through their own listing uh, so but again welcome to so many people who are uh, tuning in from all over the country uh, many different parts of the United States and the world as well and uh, welcome to everybody on Apple Podcasts on Spotify also on Google Podcasts, Podcast Republic, CastBox, and many others. Uh, once again, welcome to the show. We're glad that you're here. And you can also drop me a line. Simply go to kylewarrenshow.com. That's kylewarrenshow.com. And there you can click on the Send Kyle a Message. And you can let me know what you're thinking about. And uh, let me know where you're listening from as well. We'll be happy to give you a shout out uh, here on the, uh, on the program. Now, as we uh, went out to break, uh, in the first segment, I was saying, of course, about the idea of you know trying to get this uh, this money increased. It is a major spending uh, uh, expedition. There's just no doubt about it. 
Um, but again, we've got an emergency situation for the American people. Also, I think if you could take out all of the pork out of this bill, uh, there'd be plenty of money to help the American people. Again, this money is, it's like giving people sandbags because their, their property is flooding and it's a, a hundred year storm and, and, and we're, we're trying to help people. That's, that's what this is all about. It's not about, in terms of the spending in and of itself, trying to be socialist or anything like that. Well, of course not. But this is an emergency and not a pathway to socialism. I, I, in other words, I would never support something like that. I know that so many of you would not as well. Um, but uh, again, this is, again, we're fighting this with dollars and not bullets. What amounts to the i mean the 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 ultimate thing here is that it amounts to a biological attack at least that's the that's the result of all of this whether it was accidentally released whether it was deliberately released that's another story but the end result is that it is has the effect of being like a biological attack. It's ruined our economy. It's ruined people's lives. It's taken lives, first and foremost. We don't want to uh, minimize that at all. Um, and it has caused so much chaos and havoc on the world that we have to fight back and we have to help people get whole because uh, this is no fault of their own. Uh, this is like this is a war. It is it is and it should be fought like one. Uh, now, that being said, with the uh, election coming up in Georgia, um, this is going this from Mitch McConnell and so forth. This is going to play right into the hands, I fear, of the far left. Because as we talked about on the program yesterday, you know, Bernie Sanders was out there over the weekend trying to make it look like, hey, he just wants to help people. And and, and President Trump's being cruel because he hasn't signed the bill yet, et cetera, et cetera. But yet it's the Democrats who have been cruel. It's the Democrats, the Democrat Party elite. I'm not talking about people across the highways and byways who identify as Democrat. And I think they're getting less and less in terms of identifying as Democrat, because I think I think good people across the highways and byways who've identified as Democrat over the years are looking at the Democrat Party and they're looking at Chucky Schumer and they're looking at Nancy Pelosi and they're looking at the squad and AOC and Omar and all of that. They are seeing and Bernie Sanders, you know, avowed socialist, basically the guy who was praising the soviet union back in the day i mean really i mean this is this is way 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 over the top it's just completely out of control don't you think but yet the democrat uh, the people across the highways and byways they're looking at these quote-unquote democrats and some of them have the special label democrat socialists and so forth and they're saying this doesn't reflect me or my values or are the, the historic United States of America at all. And they're looking at that and they're saying to themselves, I don't, I, this party left me. I didn't leave the party. The party left me. Well, in Georgia, they will try to exploit all of this. They, they will try to make it look like they care so much more and this kind of thing. And they'll use the Mitch McConnell thing against the Republicans. And if the Democrat party officials 
get to the point where they now have two senators from Georgia who are Democrats and they believe then they can run the table. Now, I'm not even going to get into yet the civil war of the Democrats. I think that's also going to continue to ensue. But no matter what, if the Democrat Party officials and Biden machine get get real power in terms of being able to not have that that firewall in the Senate, then watch out. Then we are going to see, I'm afraid, major changes that are going to affect each and every American. It's not going to be the case where you can simply, well, I'm just not so interested in politics and I'm not going to really follow it. And, you know, I just do my job and live my life and let the, you know, the politicos do their thing. It will be an entirely different situation. They totally want to run roughshod over everyone in terms of regulation, environmental regulation, any any excuse for more regulation, because they take legitimate issues like in the environment, for example, but then they run it up so that they can use it as a political bludgeon against you to make you do their bidding in terms of uh, you know, you can't have this car and you can't have that light bulb and you can't live in this house and you can't go to that place and you can't drill over here and you can't harvest that over there and on and on it goes and you can't burn this for energy and you better not do that. And and why? Oh, well, it's, it's, the, it's the global warming, you know, or whatever it is. And they will do that to the point where, again, they get the the power, the control over society, over your destiny, they believe. And so that's why this firewall is so, so important. And that's why I'm afraid that this particular issue on the stimulus checks, you know, because by the way, Biden's going to come in and they're going to do stimulus checks like you wouldn't believe, in my opinion. And if they have the Senate, who knows what the sky is the limit on that. And so, again, you have to be able to do these things on an emergency basis, but within reason and with an eye to the future and with an eye to getting the economy rolling again. But the American people are suffering. And what I don't want to see happen is have this be used against the the candidates in Georgia, the Republican candidates in Georgia, which would make the Senate fall to Chuck Schumer, basically, and then suddenly all bets are off. Suddenly it matters not. You know, red state, blue state, this kind of stuff, it's, it's going to start to be a little less significant because the federal government under uh, Biden and Schumer and Pelosi will be an absolute total chaotic nightmare and it will not be pretty so i'm not trying to be i'm not trying to be pessimistic i'm just trying to say this is unfortunately what we're what we're looking at uh and that's why georgia is so very very important if you don't have that firewall because look at the trend look at the trend here the trend in the and the, the big story in the house of representatives and the major catastrophe that nancy pelosi has had under her watch would get any other speaker of the house booted they wouldn't be considered for an, for another term as speaker this would have been, they would have been ushered out you know unceremoniously it, it would have been it would have been a done deal because they would say how in the heck did we ever get be, beat this bad 
And the trend is that the American people are seeing what the Democrats are doing. The trend is the American people are putting more people into the House that are going to eventually, and I think maybe in two years, uh, would mean that the Republicans would control the House. But again, we have to play, the cards have to be played uh, played right here. Uh, and, and first and foremost, we also, we got to help people. Um, okay, so when we come back, folks, we got a uh, audio clip from Dr. Fauci and much, much more. Stay right there. You're listening to Kyle Warren. Hi, folks, this is Kyle Warren. A short time out, then back with more, so stay right there. Hi, folks, this is Kyle Warren. Stay tuned for the Edwards Notebook right here on the Kyle Warren Show. The recently passed Congressional $930 Pandemic Relief Package is both an insult to common sense and potentially harmful to those it's supposed to help. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. The 5,593-page legislation of both 300-per-week supplemental jobless benefit and a 600-direct stimulus payment to most Americans while no one will deny that a few hundred bucks will help out a little bit in these days of the Corona China virus government restrictions against economic activity, which caused the economic doldrums in the first place, certain leftists have said from the beginning of this scandemic madness that we should follow the science. Well, guess what? Scientifically and morally speaking, shutting down or severely restricting small businesses, churches, and synagogues, while allowing strip clubs and large, bland businesses like Costco's and Walmart to operate, does nothing to stop the corona China virus, but it does help destroy our quality of life and property values so that China and others can buy up our nation's real estate at fire sale prices as part of the mission to fundamentally transform our republic. Mm-mm-mm. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out my new YouTube channel. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. You're listening to Kyle Warren. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as we continue racing through and rocketing through this Tuesday edition of the program. And don't forget, I'll be on the Captain's America Third Watch uh, later on this evening. Simply go to KyleWarrenShow.com for links to listen live to the Captain's flagship station of AM860, The Answer, uh, 11.05 p.m. Pacific, 2.05 a.m. Eastern Time. Okay, so let's let's see here. Dr. Fauci Dr. Fauci says the worst is yet to come following Christmas. You know, I, I'm going to tell you this. I, I, people are done with, with Dr. Fauci. They are, they are done with Dr. Fauci. And actually, before we get to that, before we get to that, California, this from ABC7.com, which is the um, ABC affiliate here in Southern California, Channel 7. Uh, the regional stay-at-home order has been extended for uh, earlier today, I heard, for three weeks. But now ABC7 is reporting indefinitely for two of California's regions, Southern California and the San Joaquin Valley. California Health and Human Services Secretary Dr. Mark Gailey announced Tuesday 
when remaining while, when remaining intensive care capacity drops below 15%, a region is put under modified lockdown. The stay-at-home order remains in place for at least three weeks. Gailey said four-week projections for both regions show demand exceeding ICU capacity, which means the stay-at-home order will remain in effect. The order will be lifted when ICU projections are above or equal to 15%. So now they got to make a projection, uh, you know, I guess. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it just seems to me that, well, it depends on who's projecting it, right? I mean, that's a good question. Um, the greater Sacramento area and the Bay Area region are eligible to exit the order as soon as January 1st and January 8th, respectively, if ICU capacity improves. However, their orders could also be extended if ICU capacity is below 15%. Northern California is the only region not under a stay-at-home order. Uh, which, I guess, Nancy Pelosi could find a place, if it's not in the Bay Area, I guess, but maybe closer for Nancy to get her hair done. I guess that's, you know, you got to be thankful for the little things, I, I guess. Um, the remaining ICU capacity in each region of as of Tuesday are Northern California has 27.9, Bay Area 10.4, Greater Sacramento 19.1, San Joaquin Valley 0, Southern California 0. Gailey said many hospitals around California are already being stretched to provide the kind of care we want comparing the situation to a rubber band. You can certainly stretch rubber bands pretty far, as we are pushing our hospitals pretty far, but we know that the stretch has a limit before it breaks, Daly said. In most, but not all, California counties, the rate of increasing hospitalizations is starting to plateau, Governor Gavin Newsom said Monday. However, he's concerned we'll see another spike in a few weeks due to gatherings and travel around the holidays. Uh, let's see. He pointed to cell phone data and images of full airplanes over the past week as signs of what's to come. Well, but you can fly on an airplane. You can fly on an airplane, right? But you can't go to church and you can't go and sit outside at a restaurant. Now, again, I'm going to go back. and I think it was this guy, Dr. Gailey, Dr. Mark Gailey. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I believe he's the one that said where we, you know, there's nothing wrong or there. In other words, I'll just paraphrase here. It's not about shutting down outdoor eating uh, because you can get COVID. Um, it was because they wanted to keep people inside their homes. So that's why restaurants are uh, included. So my thing is, if if you can't really get COVID from sitting outside with your own cohorts or whatever they call them, right? Uh, the, you know, the same people that you typically uh, mix together with your family unit and, and this kind of thing. If that's not a problem, then why can't the restaurants be open for outdoor seating? Okay. Um, and then, of course, also then hair salons are also closed. But yet hair salons have to maintain a strict uh, very strict, uh, uh, you know, uh, sanitation level, basically. Uh, and there are all kinds of things that go into it. Number one, in terms of barbershops, hair salons, they have incredible cleanliness standards without COVID-19 entering, uh, entering into any of this. So again, it's, it's something that the people in California and other people across the country may be facing similar lockdowns. 
they just don't understand and it just isn't making sense to them so it's there's got to be a better way unless somehow uh is governor newsom going to suddenly help everybody and pay their bills for them i mean that's one other aspect of this but that's not happening uh, obviously and uh but to simply so just say well we've, we've extended it for at least three weeks but it's really indefinite and then if we have a projection you know this this is continuing to be demoralizing and yes as president trump has said can the cure be worse than the disease and so again this uh, you know we're there there has got to be a way to do this and not simply because it looks like just to me and i'm just a lay person it looks to me like this that this isn't working in terms of reducing the number of people to going to icu or in the terms of that number it doesn't look like the lockdown that governor newsom is imposing is actually doing the job that we're told it will do in fact the lockdown is based in many ways at least in one very important way in terms of we just don't want people coming out of their house so we included this thing over here even though there's no evidence that you can really get that covid is is particularly uh dangerous in that situation of of sitting outside in the open air eating food it just makes no sense and i think a lot of people are frustrated and i that's what we're trying to to uh, to get across here but let's listen to dr fauci he says the worst is yet to come as because of christmas let's listen in he was interviewed on cnn i want to ask about something that president-elect biden said this week he said the darkest days in the battle against COVID are ahead of us um Dr. Fauci, as you know, over 100,000 of our fellow Americans spent their holiday hospitalized with COVID-19, and we're averaging nearly 200,000 new cases, more than 2,000 deaths each day. Do you agree that the worst is still yet to come? You know, I I do, Dan, and the reason I'm concerned and my colleagues in public health are concerned also is that we very well might see a post-seasonal in the sense of Christmas Uh, New Year's surge and as I've described it as a surge upon a surge because if you look at the slope the incline of cases that we've experienced as we've gone into the late fall and soon to be early winter it is really quite troubling you mentioned the numbers yourself quite correctly when you're dealing with a baseline of 200,000 cases new cases a day and about 2,000 deaths per day with the hospitalizations are over 120,000. We're really at a very critical point. If you put more pressure on the system by what might be a post-seasonal surge because of the traveling and the likely congregating of people for you know the good warm purposes of being together for the holidays, it's very tough for people to not do that. And yet, even though we, had, we advise not to, it's gonna happen. So I share the concern of President-elect Biden that as we get into the next few weeks, it might actually get worse. So there you have Dr. Fauci. Now, of course, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, again, I don't understand, and I, I guess we should just be thankful that we can go to the hardware store. That's one of the only other places I guess we can go right now. But there's all kinds of people at the hardware store. There's all kinds of people at the computer store. There's all kinds of people at the at whatever store that, that happens to be open. But yet, somehow, 
um, you know, it's, in other words, there seems to be an inconsistency. Now, I'm not saying they could, should go shut down all the stores, but what I am saying is that there just seems to be an inconsistency here. And then also, you have uh, this um, this notion that, you know, President-elect Joe Biden, it, it's almost like they say it with such glee that he thinks there's going to be the darkest days are coming. And that doesn't sound like a, a, a leader in the in the grand sense. It, it's you know, it just it just sounds like, to some degree, well, this is really going to you know we're now now we're just going to we're going to continue to run this as if you know President Biden is is he's really trying and he was dealt this horrible hand by President Trump and yet he's fighting every day for the virus. Does I don't know what they're doing to fight the virus. Biden says you're going to shut down the virus. Nobody knows how. There's not even, I think, well, wear a mask and shut everything down. That doesn't seem to be a good plan in the grand sense. But yet we will hear every day how how wonderful Joe Biden is doing, that he's he's fighting this the darkest days of the covid because they really want to build that up as opposed to saying, you know, that uh, okay we're going from here we get the vaccine is joe biden going to make sure everybody gets the vaccine real fast or does he want to fight the dark days of covid because it seems to me the the vaccine is the thing that will bring us out of the dark days of covid it just to me it just seems like it's a lot more um, dismal it's being presented in such a way in order to up biden's cred as opposed to actually getting something done okay stay right there you're listening to kyle warren this is chicago style hot dog here i'm not feeling too good turns out along with all the other bad things my cholesterol does they say it's a risk factor for strokes strokes sheesh good news from national stroke association exercising eating right and asking your doctor about medicines that can help lower your cholesterol like statins may reduce the risk of a first stroke. And if you've already had a stroke, it's even more important you lower your cholesterol. Lower your chances of stroke by controlling your cholesterol. Visit stroke.org today. Hey, John, I just heard you got a new computer. Congratulations. Thanks. It's the coolest thing. What will you do with your old computer? I don't know. I guess I'll just throw it away. Well, my company just bought new computers, and we decided to donate the old PCs to a place that gives them to local schools. You could do something like that. Seriously, who would want a three-year-old computer? Hey, it might be great for someone else. Computers can be refurbished and reused instead of ending up in the trash. By passing it on, you can help the community and the environment. If you're replacing your company's IT equipment or you're finished using your personal computer, pass it on to a local organization that accepts computers. To learn more, log on to epa.gov slash pass it on. This message was brought to you by EPA, Dell, Intel, HP, NEC, Philips, and this radio station on behalf of EPA's plug-into e-cycling partnership. EPA does not endorse any commercial services or products of these groups. For information on all partners, log on to epa.gov slash plug-in. In sports, five games were featured in Hockey Action last week. Every year, millions of people rely on portable generators when they lose access to electricity. But some of them don't understand that a portable generator's carbon monoxide emissions can kill if their generators are used indoors. So we're here to clear the air. Always take your generator outside, away from windows and doors. When you take it outside, you distance yourself from the dangers of carbon monoxide. For more safety tips, visit TakeYourGeneratorOutside.com. Have you saved a life today? We organize a blood drive at our school. My blood type is O. They really need that. 
you saved a life today. I have cancer, but I make sure all my friends know how important it is to give blood. My blood helps heart patients or accident victims. Have you saved a life today? No, but today, someone's blood saved my son. The American Red Cross. Call 1-800-GIVE-LIFE. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. I'd like to hear from you about the things we're talking about on the program. Go to kylewarrenshow.com, click on Send Kyle a Message, or send it to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Show. I'm Ron Edwards, host of The Edwards Notebook, and you're being schooled by Kyle Warren the professor of politics. Yes, that's right. And welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as uh, we continue racing through, rocketing through the Tuesday edition. The new year is right around the corner. I was just talking with somebody today about uh, the idea of, you know, trying to turn the corner into the new year. People are ready for a new year. There's no doubt about that. And I'm hoping and praying that it's going to be, well, a damn sight better than the last year. There's no doubt about that. Okay, well, welcome back, as we said, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. And uh, I like that line. That that line actually goes back to, I used to, I still do from time to time, you get to see uh, some of these MASH uh, uh, mash uh, uh, episodes. And I grew up watching MASH, and, and I always thought it was one of the, literally still is, I think for all time, one of the best television programs that, that has ever been produced. Um, it certainly, it was, it was funny, of course, it was funny, but it was also very insightful. It was poignant, um, and um, over the, I think it was on nine or ten years, I believe, at least nine seasons, um, and maybe more than that. I'll have to go check, but uh, maybe somebody knows. Send me a message <laughs> on that. Um, but uh, the characters just became a part of the fabric, really, of uh, of our society. It was something that everybody kind of watched and everybody kind of knew. But I remember they had uh, uh, one episode where the colonel, uh, they're they're celebrating the new year there in the mash in the mash unit four zero seven seventh there. And um, and his toast was, you know, here, here comes, you know, out with the old year into the new year, just kind of remembering it. But I do remember that he said, and may, you know, for the new year, may she be a damn sight better than the last. <laughs> I think because, of course, they were far away from home. The characters are far away from home there. It's the middle of the Korean War um, and they just they just want they just want to go back to normal. And I think that's how a lot of people feel right now. Um, but I'll tell you this, though, I think it will be a much better sight in 2021 i know a lot of people are so disappointed with what's happened with the election but as i said on the program last night with captain matt bruce because we're getting a lot of callers and a lot of messages and 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 people are are understandably disappointed um they're understandably wondering what is coming next and they're understandably uh you know just concerned and and I, I said something, and I just want to re- made a mental note to repeat it here, and that is, you know, Joe Biden being president or not, it doesn't stop your destiny. It's not going to. Uh, it's, it's, you know, there are many, many different things, of course, that affect us all in our lives, throughout our lives. 
But one of the things that we're going to do, I'm going to do, and I know the captain's going to do, is we're still going to be there and we're going to continue you know, charging up that hill. We're going to continue uh, to tell you what's what's happening, what's going on. Um, and um, it's, a, it's a great honor, by the way. Uh, and uh, so that's, you know, so those things aren't going to change. I, I think people are going to get even more informed than they ever have been. I think it's, it's not going to be uh, simply go gently into that good night. Uh, I think, I think the Biden administration incoming um, is going to have a lot of problems. Um, I want the United States to be strong. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Uh, I, I don't want to see failures for the United States internationally. Uh, I don't want to see our geopolitical foes really get the upper hand. Uh, I don't want to see Iran get a nuclear weapon. I don't want to see Iran continue to exert its influence over the Middle East and uh, create problems for Israel, Israel's neighbors who have made peace with Israel. Uh, I, you know, none of this would be good. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that that on those fronts, it's it's going to it's going to be very good. I, I hope domestically it's going to be very good. I don't think that the influence of the far left onto a Biden machine, um, you know, also is I, 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 I don't think it's going to be productive. I, I think that in, in and of itself, the 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 policies of the Democrat Party elite, which are which will control the Biden machine, uh, that their policies that it's going to make things worse, not better. Uh, so I'm I'm hoping that oh, again, the American people are 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 not going to be put in such bad positions. But these policies that would that are going to be incoming are going to be incredibly difficult. There's no, there's no, uh, no arguing that, uh, against that. I think, but at the same time, at the same time, I think that um, if we get down the road two years and the Republicans can take control of the House, it gives Americans a much better fighting chance against failed policies, against uh, the these these bad ideas. Because when you look at it, the far left and the Democrat Party elite, the party officials, they want to continue to make your life into something that they tell you what to do, that they control, as opposed to, I think, the policies of somebody like Donald Trump, a true outsider. And this is what's shaken up the system so much. And yeah, there'll be time for a discussion on that and the uh, sort of the, uh, you know, ret retrospectives and things like that, which I think we'll, we will be doing. Um, but somebody like Donald Trump actually tries to take those those restraints off no matter what color you are, no matter what no matter what ethnicity you have, no matter what background you have. He wants he wanted to take the restraints off so that there was the ability for the economy to soar, for people to have opportunity, for people to feel connected. And I think that is key. That's key, my friends. In order to have people feel connected, what are they connected to? They're connected to the overall fabric of American society, the overall fabric of American ingenuity, of American business, of American destiny. That's what they are connected to. It's not about being connected necessarily to 
people by skin color or ethnicity or gender or whatever it is, because those are the things that the far left uses to divide us with. And they have been using it to divide us with. And the because you know why? The more that you're divided and the more that you are separated from one another, the easier it is for the far left to uh, to essentially impose their will, impose their control, impose their bad, failed ideas onto society. But if you have a society where black people, white people, uh, people from different uh, other countries, other ethnicities, whatever, whatever the case may be, just all encompassing, when people of all different backgrounds, ethnicities, color, so forth, when when everybody can get a job when everybody can um uh, see one another each day as they walk down the street or go to work and this kind of thing all those kinds of 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 divisions skin color etc all that falls away and 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 people are just people and that's so important that's a key issue and i i'm sad to say i think that the democrat party elite they want to exacerbate the kinds of things that uh the in it that that will divide people along those kinds of lines but when somebody like donald trump comes along or ronald reagan for example uh the ideas of conservatism opportunity uh where the rising tide lifts all the boats i mean heck i think this is a john kennedy kind of idea too just again america going to work america doing the kinds of things and people treating their neighbors and their friends right the same and everybody's fine that's that's the kind of world i want to live in and i do know that there are bad people and people do bad things and so forth but but generally speaking i don't know anybody who hates their neighbor i don't know anybody who hates somebody else because they're a different skin color i don't know anybody like this and quite frankly i don't want to know anybody like that but but you get what i'm saying people across the highways and byways are fundamentally good they're fundamentally loving they're fundamentally tolerant they're fundamentally all these things that's what we have to that's what brings us together that's what's going to coalesce us in terms of fighting back against the idea of these failed policies these failed no good ideas and that's what's going to make 2021 a great year i i pray for for the united states of america all right well i didn't have time to get to a story today about mike pence but we will talk about that tomorrow and what what his uh role is going to be in the electoral college uh, uh in some terms of accepting the uh, uh the uh, the delegates and all that stuff uh in january but folks we'll see you on the radio tonight and right back here tomorrow thank you for listening everybody You're around the globe to kyle warren take care out there